All of my business belongs to me. So, mind your business. Tell a neighbor. Mind your business. Yes, tell a friend. Mind your business. Tell your co-workers tomorrow. Mind your business. One more time. Yeah, I'm going to just leave that right there. Who out there ready to turn up right now? Here we go. You are now tuned into The Link Up Society with Lauren Rise. What we got for him? Talking about real-life situations, providing real-life solutions, connecting musicians with the people, artists sharing their music. Check this out. Their inspiration and giving their advice. Let's go. This is The Link Up Society. What is up, everybody? Woo, I am excited today. Y'all, I am real excited. I'm hype. And I, I think it has to do with the subject. Y'all heard my friend in the beginning. You know, he was singing. No, let me take that back. He was preaching with his soul about minding your business. And I know this is something we all have experienced at some point. I know it. Because you always had that somebody who's always in your business. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited about today. I'm, I'm really hyped. Also, it was just a good day. I'm sure. How many of y'all had a good Wednesday? I mean, it's Wednesday. It's hump day, y'all. Hump day. So, it's, it's the middle. We are on the end of the week right now, right? Thursday, Friday. It's the weekend. We get to turn up. So, yeah. Let's go. Anyways, before I get on this topic, let me get with the program and do what I normally do. For those of you who plan on attending the South by Southwest festivities next March, I got this cool little, little spot. I was about to say joint. Bruh. Cool little spot for y'all to check out. It is called Art for the People. They got some real dope art in there. I'm talking about some abstract stuff, some um, contemporary, some classical stuff. It's real cool. But it's, it's an art gallery. They also have little gifts in there that you can pick up. Y'all, go on their website. Like I said, it's artforthepeople.com. They got some really cool stuff. Um, I went on there, and I really, really am digging this whole exhibition called Press Pause. It's, it's just real cool. It's something that if I had, I would hang it up like if I had a room dedicated to art I would hang it up in there and just look at it it's real pretty she did a really good job and I think that's actually one of their older ones they have some new stuff going also they just revamped their whole gallery so I'm sure by the time South by Southwest comes around it's gonna be I mean it's going to be amazing you know, that's probably why they did it, actually, because I know so many people are going to be out there. But if you are really digging that whole Austin thing, you know, they got the keep Austin weird and all that. Check it out. It's real cool. It's like one of a kind. So, yeah, that is my society business. That's the local business of the day. Now, let's move on. I am going to go ahead and tell y'all another black history month fact that i learned i'm gonna put this one in the beginning because last ap <laughs> episode last episode i almost left it out and i was like dang because i said before i was gonna get better with this i just need to be looking up black history facts all year long as a matter of fact but to avoid that whole situation, I'm going to just go ahead and throw it in the beginning. So, I know everybody's familiar with Madam C.J. Walker, but if you are not, she is the millionaire 
a hair care product inventor. She had, she basically had a hair care empire that she built from the ground up. And it's like, dang, because, you know, she was doing that back in like the late 1800s. <laughs> right? Everybody knows that. But let me drop some knowledge on you that I just, I just found this out and I was... I was shocked. I was like, dang. Like, once I put it in perspective. Anyway, so, y'all know, well, if y'all don't know, she passed away in 1919. And at the time of her death, y'all, so she was not worth a million dollars. So I know that's kind of that's kind of sad because there's so much stuff out there saying she was the first African-American uh, black woman millionaire. I'm sure I said that wrong. I, I felt like like I said that wrong. I felt like it could have been worded better. But anyways, y'all understand where I'm going with that. She was the first African-American woman millionaire. Yeah, I just said it again. She was not actually when she died. Her estate was worth 600000 But do y'all know, in this time, like, if we translate, translate that, because that was 1919, $600,000 in 1919. Today, that $600,000 would equate to $8 million. Oh, my God. So $8 million today. That's what she was worth back then. But not only that. For all of my people out there, black, white, Latino, Asian, Indian, whatever race you are, if you think you have it hard and you really, really want something and you are like, oh, no, what was me? I can't get it because I got this going on and this going on and this and all these excuses. Y'all listen to this. Now, understand she was a black woman. All right. So already a black woman living in the 1800s. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty low when, I mean, if we were scaling this, she would be at the bottom, bottom, bottom. All right. So black woman, 1800, both of her parents died when she was seven. Damn, Daniel. Okay. So she was orphaned at the age of seven. She had three months, people. One, two, three, three months of school education. Damn, Daniel. Okay. Which we not even going to count that three months. It was saying that she learned how to read from going to church. So all of that Sunday school reading, that's how she learned to read. All right. Three months, three months of education. Orphaned at age seven. She got married when she was 16, 15 or 16. I'm going to say so. Yeah. So I, I don't want y'all to be like, no, it wasn't 16. It was 15. So 15 or 16. All right. She had a child when she was 18. When she was 20, her husband died on her. So she's 20-year-old, single mother of a two-year-old. All right, then she remarried. But y'all, get this. After she remarried, she was like, yo, what I'm going to do, I don't ever want my daughter to have to struggle. I'm tired of living this life. So she went to her brothers, and her brothers were barbers. And they were teaching her a little bit about the hair care industry. And she was like, all right, you know, she was taking notes. She was taking their advice. And then she went and got a job under one of the wealthiest hair care owners or hair care professionals at that time, which uh, I forget her name, but she was another black woman. So she went to work for her and she took the knowledge that she learned from her brothers and applied it at this new job. She became a sales agent. And guess what she did? 
she was learning she was ba- basically this woman was mentoring her she was learning she was building up her little business on the side while she was working Say what? all that knowledge that she learned from this job that this woman gave her and she started building up a business on the side that is good advice for anybody if you want to start a business and whatever you do my advice to you is go get a job that is dealing with what you eventually want to do on your own you know so you can get the experience so you can get the know-how so you can learn from people who have done it been there so you don't make the same mistakes that I'm sure they have made and slowly build your business on the side And then when you get big enough, when you are ready to take that next step, you already have something started and you have that experience under your belt from working that other business. Anyways, that's exactly what she did. I feel like she perfected that shit because she did it back in the the late 1800s. Okay, so this works from that little business. She grew her empire. Y'all imagine that. So for one, let me tell y'all. That when she started this business of hers, she was 37. All right. So she wasn't no spring chicken. This is not something that she started when she was 15, 16. You know, the people who are like, oh, I've been doing this since I was 15. But then I just and you're just like, dang it, I'm 25. I'm too late. No, she was 37 when she started this. Keep in mind, she died in 1919. She was 51. Y'all, that's not even 20 years. Do you hear me? She died and her estate was worth $600,000. In the time, I mean, think about that. Think about how short the amount of time that was for her to amass that $600,000 in 1919, which is equal to $8 million now. That is an incredible story. And seriously, if y'all, I mean, anybody, like I said, across any race, can't nobody be like, oh, that's nothing. No, that's something. 1919, black female orphaned three months education and still came out winning y'all i was like oh yeah i need to follow this little blueprint go online look her up read more i'm giving y'all little tidbits but i'm sure you can get in more detail yo she wrote the blueprint on how to do this no excuses if you weigh me down and i gotta remove you if you in my way then i gotta go through you down down look I love it. Anyways, that was my little dose of black history knowledge. I hope I was able to enlighten you all's minds, encourage you all, let you know that anything is possible. Right. All right. So let's move on. The Society Artist of the Day is Joey Vantes. I hope. Oh, my goodness. I hope I am saying that right. That is how I interpreted it. So I don't know. I, I say it with this with this Hispanic accent, Vantes. I hope that's how you pronounce it, even though it could be Vantes, like very simple. So if I'm pronouncing it wrong, my bad. But <laughs> um, Joey Vantes is a rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, engineer. He does it all. He does it all. He's a very talented individual. He's straight out of Arizona. He's on SoundCloud. He's on iTunes. He's on Spotify. All your social media platforms. But guys, he has like five albums out. Like he's not new to this. I just came across him. Uh, But yeah, he has quite a few albums out. He has a song called Nike that was real popular. 
believe that came out because he had an album he had two albums guys two albums come out in 2018 so he's definitely a hard-working man he's very versatile that's what I love about him that is why I chose him because he sings and he raps and he is good at both in my opinion so that's why I'm choosing him. Shout out to Joey Vantes. You know what? He also goes by Joey, uh, Joey Jewish. And just to be clear, I do not know if he is Jewish. I did not research his religious affiliations. But, you know, when I was reading up on him, it was like he took a break. Uh, because he needed solitude which I'm sure so many artists do because I really don't think people know the pressures of being an artist you know like you gotta go out there you gotta always be in a certain type of mood are people gonna talk about you all eyes are on you at all times you gotta travel do shows back to back no sleep hard work constantly constantly I mean it's only right you know you should take a break step back especially if it gets too much you know where it's messing with your mental and you really are not thinking straight and you not you and all of that so totally get that yeah shout out to Summer Walker it seems like she's totally on the same page she really wants to take that break from music okay, so this song is called i'm back and I, I believe it stems from him moving to atlanta for a little bit and he's back now in arizona or la he's just back in the west or maybe just back in general but also fun fact the guy who is featured on this song miles minnick he is a christian rapper so for all my people who get offended or their ears start bleeding when they hear the baby, Young Thug, Stunnifo Vegas, this song is for you. It has zero cursing in it. So enjoy. Back in the West, West on my chest, flexing my pecs, I've been hitting my reps. Too strong to SD, the LA is next. Coast up to the Bay Bay, the LB for best on my game, on my grind. This is my time. The West about to shine Hawk in my flow They do that all the time If you listening real close You'll hear me in that line By that time they were on it I guess I'm like NASCAR Switching up my gear Cause I slingshot like Earhart Pissed off for nothing You know that I go hard You bout that talk dog I'm out here trying to go yard These devils they test me They can't ever stress me You know where I stay If I die that's a blessing You grew up easy My life's been a West And you mess with a real one You might learn a lesson In the low low With a top back Ben Davis Young Sue What you knew with that it's an OG, homie, no cap You can say it, but it's really where I stay Yeah, so I'ma throw it Cold up air going through the top, man Ben Davis, young suit in the blue You can't do what I do, cause I'm too fast I've been moving around, but I'm back Back in the West Chick-fil-A, it's 
What did y'all think? Yo, I had to sneak that second song in because I love what they saying and it hits for real. <laughs> did y'all hear at the end what he said? He was like, pretty Ricky flow, never ugly until that bass line hit. And y'all know when that... <laughs> Never, whenever you like really feeling a song and then you know that baseline is coming, you make that ugly face. Yeah, I know you can relate. I can relate. Okay, so that last song was called Get Mine, and that was off his album, uh, his Legends Never Die album two, which came out last year. That was one of the albums where I was like, yo, he was in the studio working. He came out with two full albums last year. Legends Never Die and then Legends Never Die 2. So, if you like that song, you know, go uh, get the albums off iTunes. Both, all of his stuff is on iTunes. All right? Now's the time. It's, the, it's that time, y'all, where we can refer back to my friend at the beginning who kicked this episode off. Recap. Mind your business. Tell a neighbor. Mind your business. Yes, tell a friend. Mind your business. Tell your co-workers tomorrow. Mind your business. Let's go. Let's go. Y'all, I have been dealing dealing with this and I know I know there's people out here who are like me too I've been dealing with people in my business I mean come on we live in an age where social media is kind of designed to be in your business right I mean for real if you think about it you know I mean now you are voluntarily putting people in your business if you tweet or post all of your business out there but I feel like social media is designed for the nosy. So, okay. So, we all nosy. So, somebody's going to be in your business. So, how do you know when you are out of line or when you have overstepped your boundaries? You are not being helpful anymore. Now, you are just being all in somebody's business. Because I don't think that that's black and white. For real. I do not think it's black and white. I think there are so many gray areas in those situations. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody is raised differently. And a lot of times when you confront somebody about it, they'll be like, oh, I was just trying to help. I thought that you needed my help. And you're like, no. And it's clear to you, you know, like it's clear to you. But to them, they really feel like they're helping. Case in point, let me give y'all a situation that I think is is crazy that was like crazy clear to me you know obviously you are wrong but it but it didn't come across like that like that's not what the other party was feeling so if anybody out there has a child and you feel like you know it's my responsibility to raise my child how I want to raise my child and then you have either an overbearing mother or mother-in-law or you know friend it could be friend or somebody somebody who's pretty close to you who feels like you know okay I'm gonna help you know if so-and-so's acting up I'm gonna step in you know I'm gonna play quote-unquote mother or quote-unquote father for this period of time you know, because they may be present or there or, you know, the you as a mother or a father may be absent or whatever. So if somebody, you know, like if your child is acting up or, you know, maybe they're not even acting up to your standards, but to your friend or whoever, whoever the third party may be, if 
they feel like what your child is doing is wrong or they don't like it, they step in and they decide to discipline. How do you feel about that? Stop. Because I don't know how I feel about that, especially if the line is like if it's not very obvious that they're doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? So if it's something I'm like, and eh, like, I don't think that that was wrong. And other person's like, oh, no, that was, you know, like, are they out of line? Stop. Because I think they are. Like, look, if I wanted you to raise my child, I would have asked for your input. You know what I'm saying? Or if 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 I thought that that was wrong, I would have said something. Because I don't like that. I have to say, I don't like that. How do y'all feel about that? Like, are y'all like, you know what? Yeah, me and so-and-so, we're going to do this together. And whatever they say goes. Because, no, I'm not about that. I, I don't like that. Or what about this situation? What if you... And your dude was going through some things and maybe you weren't ready to confront him or you weren't ready to handle the situation. And you tell your best friend everything, everything, which real quick, just let me make a little PSA. For those of you who have best friends and tell them every single thing that you and your significant other are going through wrong you need to stop that stop stop now stop immediately and don't ever revert back your best friend can hold on to a grudge like no other like especially if they like a real down ass best friend they've been there through thick and thin through multiple guys slash girls whatever do not tell them everything they will hold that grudge you could have been forgiving this guy forgiving your man y'all on good terms and your best friend still looking like he ain't nothing you know he ain't shit he did this and this and they can bring up old stuff that you forgot about but it's still in their head so don't do that all right all right psa over anyways back to what i was saying if you tell your best friend everything and you are not doing anything about whatever's bothering you at the time because maybe you feel like I'm going to bring it up later or, you know, maybe you'll get over or what, whatever you're thinking in your head. So your best friend decides to take it upon themselves to confront your man. Like, oh, I heard how you was doing, you know, so-and-so and you need to stop. You know she don't deserve that. Look. Is that out of line? I think that's out of line. Like you are out of your place, best friend. Step back because they are not in that relationship. But then I know some people who are like, no, she was doing right. That's how you should do. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I don't know about that because it's, it's not a relationship of three people. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't. I don't agree. That has been something that has really, you know, I'm going through, through some issues to where I feel like some people are uh, out of line, like they need to learn their place. And so I was just um, curious as to what you all think about that. Because I know, I know it happens. It happens all the time. People uh, overstep boundaries all the time. And I just, I'm like, how do you handle that? Do you take the approach of where you just straight up like tell them what's up? Like very blatantly, very 
I don't I don't want to say explicitly, but but you know, like do you do that or do you kind of beat around the bush or do you just hope that it goes away? Nope. Cuz I don't think like the third one, I don't think that's even an option in my situation cuz that just doesn't go away. I think that you should confront people and let them know where they stand. It it can just be a real tricky situation especially if you want that person to remain in your life and you want to remain on good terms with that person. You know what? Maybe we just need to be nice and kind of turn the other way and find it in our hearts just to, I don't know, maybe not be so petty. Or, I don't know. That's That sounds nice. Psych! No. This is 2020, people. We are going to put people in a place. Trust me, it works out great for everybody involved because everybody knows where they stand. So now nobody's looking confused. There is no miscommunication. Everybody knows exactly what their role is. And then you can just go about your life. Easy, simple. All right, let's move on to the society letter. The society. Okay, sorry. Got too excited. Society letter is up. Let's go. All right. Let me just first off say this letter is long. Yes, I know this whole this letter comes with a disclaimer and this is it. It is a long letter. Okay, so I want to apologize in advance for stumbling over some word like I just did with the word advance or for uh, not seeing certain punctuation marks and having the sentences sound weird. I want to go ahead and apologize up front because, again, this is a long letter and it's all online. I don't print none of this out. So, you know, when the computer screen start playing tricks on your eyes and stuff, that's what I'll be going through with this letter. So bear with me. Dear Lauren, before I even start, just know my problem is big, big. Y'all, big, big, capitalized, two bigs, I did not stutter, exclamation point, exclamation point. All right. So my problem is big, big, and I know I am in the wrong from all angles at this point. I am just trying to figure out the best way out of the situation while hurting the least amount of people. I have two kids by two different women. One of my kids is two and the other one is six months. I love them with everything I got. I pay my child support. I spend time with them both. I would consider myself to be a very good father. The children are not the issue. It is their mothers. On one hand, the mother of my two-year-old is so responsible. She is a little bit older. She has everything going for her. A good job, a car, she pays all of her bills. She don't need my help for anything. She'll even pay for my food and offer to put gas in my car. She really has her shit all the way together, but I am not super attracted to her. Don't get me wrong, she is not ugly. On a scale of one to 10, she is a seven, which is pretty good. Oh, and her sex is bomb. Again, with an exclamation mark, bomb. Then, on the other hand, my second child's mother is a little bit younger. She's more carefree and lively. She fine as hell, and I mean super fine, like Jordan Woods in the face with a Kylie Jenner body, but all natural. Yeah, I did not make that up. That is really written in this letter. Bruh. But she doesn't own anything, nothing. Not a car, not a home. She lives with her mama still. She not looking for no job. She want me to take care of her all the time. I don't mind taking care of her, but she got to bring something to the table. 
She's just lazy, except when it's time to go out. She will make sure she's on point with that. The thing is, she has so much potential. If I could just get her to act on it, we would be straight. I wish I could just combine them together. That's what I've kind of been doing so far by being with both of them. But I'm feeling guilty because they both think that they are my one and only. How do I pick? I don't want the women to be mad at me. They are both great girls. I don't want to see my kids any less than I do now. I don't know how to get out of this and I don't know who to choose. What should I do? Also, as if things weren't bad enough, one of my baby's mother's sisters saw me at the movies with my other baby mamas, or baby mother, sorry. At the time, she didn't speak to me, but I know she saw me. The next day, she sent me a DM that said, if you don't come clean to my sister about who you are really with, I'm going to tell her. I told her it's complicated, but she doesn't understand all that. How can I get out of this mess? Hoo-wee! All right, I told y'all that was a long letter. I'm, I mean, I'm proud of myself for making it through, except for the end when I tripped up on baby mama's baby mother's sister's mother. It was, it was so much. <laughs> we gotta, you know what? We gotta assign some names to these women. It's so many women in this story. I feel like, and that was, I was just, there was no getting through that. But okay, let's go ahead and address this letter though. First off, sir. Oh, you have put yourself in a terrible position. I mean, really. I mean, damn, what were you thinking? You have two women, children by, or a child by each woman, and then you're going to stick it out with both women at the same time and then have the nerve to take them out in public? And I guess it, it, it seems like they're both in the same place since the other baby mother's sister saw you with the with your other baby mama and you didn't say where you were at but just that you were out I mean come on there has to be like I there are men who do this all the time and they're just and they don't get caught so there has to be rules to this right and you just not following the rules or what you know that's so that needs to be addressed but you know what even bigger than that it's just wrong and I know you said that you know you are wrong from all angles but you really are you are just wrong okay because if we you know, let's dive in let's dive in and dissect this two kids two different women all right all right I follow now they're brand new two years old is not that old six months old that's you know brand new pretty much so they're only a year and a half apart sir and we're just gonna assume that you were with the first one why when you had the second one and we're also gonna assume that they know each other or at least know of each other not that you're with one another but i mean they know that you both have kids i mean they know that each one of them has kids like they know they're not the only baby mama so okay but as far as what you're going through from trying to pick which one and i'm gonna just say neither of them you don't get either of them you know why because they really don't mean that much to you because if one meant more than the other then you would have left the other a long time ago but basically what you're saying in this letter is that neither of them are worth all of you I hope that makes sense to you. Neither of them are worth all of you because you cannot leave either of them. You feel like neither of them are good enough. I mean, you can't 
what you cannot do for sure is combine two people. That's not going to happen. So because of that, you just don't get either of them. You need to keep looking. Another way to do this, if you don't want to make that decision, just put all your business out there. Just say, hey, girls, I've been dating both of you and let them decide. Let them decide what to do, because now they have the they have the they have all the information and they can make an informed decision because because right now you're not being fair to them you have all the information but they don't they have inaccurate information that you are or that they feel like they're the one and only and that's not true so you can do this two ways you can either you can either realize that you don't like either of them that much regardless of what you say because I don't care if that one of them is responsible and she has everything going for her and her sex is good and all of that that makes no difference because you still with the other one so there's still things important things to you that you feel like she's lacking right and then the other one is it it really looks like it's mainly physical I mean I really I I would hate to say lust because you said she does have some potential but I feel like most of it is just lust because you sitting up here describing what she looked like like Jordan Woods and Kylie Jenner which I mean she's a very pretty girl it sounds like but it's not enough it's not enough to make you leave the other one so therefore just I mean like, like, like I said two times before you don't like either of them that much so you can either go that route where you can say, okay, I'm, I'm just going to stop and I'm going to stop with both of y'all because just because you leave the woman does not mean you cannot stop being a good father. Two totally different things, right? Or you can put it all out there. You can call each of them down, say, hey, this is what's been going on, ladies. I've been seeing both of you. Um, I would not suggest you go into detail as far as what attributes one has and what the other one lacks. Don't do that. That's a mess. But, you know, just let them know and then they can make a decision. Think and which will probably which will probably be they don't want you. So I feel like either way, you will end up alone. But that's okay. I kind of think that's where you should be anyway. Because you I don't I, I don't know if it's you don't have the discipline or you don't have the will you know to to just be with one woman and it, and that's okay cuz if you can't just be with one woman then don't then just date you know don't commit don't have these women out here thinking that they're your one and only when in fact they are not you know nobody says that you have to be in a relationship so yeah i mean i and i think that's pretty much it sir i i mean now i get you said that the that the sister was like you better tell her i'm a teller and all that again that kind of goes back to being in you know what my whole episode was about mind your own business but I kind of get where she's coming from because she feels like hey you messing around with my sister I'm I'm gonna give you a chance so she's giving you a chance but sir to be fair you did put your business out there by taking this girl out in the same vicinity as the other girl's family you know like I said there has to be rules to this game if you are going to play you gotta play by the rules you gotta go somewhere else you know you you can't do this all out in the open of where the other one lives so you're just you are losing at this game sir um but yeah I mean that's you know what I really thought that answering and responding to this letter 
was going to be some very long, convoluted explanation, and I was gonna go, I was just gonna go deep in and start telling you, but it's it's very simple. It's very simple. Uh, yeah, and that's you know that's it. I I really hope that helped. Yeah, um, because that's I mean that's it. You really. Or, you know, I guess you could keep doing what you're doing, but it's not working, especially if old girl's out here knowing all your business. So you're going to get found out eventually. So this is not something that can go on forever. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it. That's, I mean, we're we're done. All right. All right. I just you know what? I really thought that I really answered that letter very well. So I deserve to have my little mic drop moment. That's that's what it was in case you were wondering. But then I had to remember that you all can't see me. So it's it's not as effective, but doesn't matter. Still happen. Y'all, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Go check out my uh, iTunes or what my apple podcast go subscribe go check me out on soundcloud i have more episodes there that i have done previously and i also have more on the way um hey also y'all these beats i'm gonna keep bumping them out because i really like supporting those producers and stuff on youtube uh, especially when they're out there and they're like hey we have free beats and you can go use them yo check them out uh the beat that i had in the background for the letter that I was reading, that real jazzy beat that I was playing, yo, that was by a producer named NK Music. You can go check him out on beatstreets.com. And then this beat that's playing currently, and that's been in the background for basically all this episode, is by Flexi Boy. Also, he's on YouTube, and I believe you can check him out on beatstars.com too. But yeah, go check him out. They have a ton of beats, y'all. I mean, there's so many out there, and these guys are are really really good they're very talented so check them out don't forget to check out joey vantes y'all you remember the two songs i played previously yeah he's dope go check him out he's on all your social media platforms he has a lot out on itunes right now so go check him out follow link up society thank y'all for listening i will catch y'all later bye Yo, what up? What's going on? What up? What up? You've just listened to another episode of The Link Up Society. This is how we do Be sure to stay connected with us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes Podcast.